Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello and welcome to episode number 316 of Mets Musings. Hope everybody had a great week out there. I'm your host, Gary Mack. And we've got a full show for you tonight on um, everything that's going on in spring training. So sit tight. No guests tonight. Uh, I have to apologize. I have been very, very busy, uh, both in my uh, real life and uh, and in my personal life. There's been some things going on. So I haven't taken the time uh, to try to line up as guests like I'd like to. So please bear with me. Uh, I'm working on a couple of nice guests in the future, in the very near future. So uh, don't be despair. There will be guests coming on Mets Musings very, very soon. But let's get right to it. Uh, Mets general manager Sandy Alderson came out and said this week that the Mets can, can overtake the Washington Nationals. He said, look, the Nationals have a good team, and I expect them to be favors, but but we beat them in 15 with a similar cast of characters. Alderson told Bob Nightingale of USA Today, we can do it again. And, yes, they can do it again. Um, but there's a little bit different changes with this team compared to the 15 team. In 15, we had a second baseman that we were sure of. I know, I know Cabrera's going to get the job, but are we sure? You know, maybe uh, maybe Cicchini has a good uh, camp and overtakes him, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but it looks like Cabrera will be the guy. But, you know, shortstop Rosario's a little bit of a question mark. Uh, first base, Lucas Duda was there in 15, and uh, now we have... Uh, uh, Dom Smith and Adrian Gonzalez, so we don't really know who's going to make the grade there either. So a little bit of a, a question mark there as well. So we'll have to see, but I, I like the confidence coming out of Alderson. I like the fact that, uh, you know, he thinks they can win it. I mean, you got to be optimistic, especially this time of year. If you're not optimistic this time of year, then there's really something wrong, folks. So uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it'll be true. It'll come true, and we can overtake Washington and win the uh, division and then win the pennant and uh, win the World Series. Let's hope for that. Uh, that would be uh, a great thing to happen in 2018. And look, I, with this pitching staff, I don't see any reason why they can't do that. I really can't. It just doesn't seem, uh, um, you know, impossible, if you will, to do that. But it's all about health, and we have to stay healthy. And Alderson did go on to say uh, that everybody has injuries, and it is all about health. Uh, but he feels that this team has a much uh, deeper bench and uh, more depth in the organization than it did last year. And he might be right there. If the pitchers can stay healthy, um, that, that 
puts Gazelman and Lugo into a different, um, probably back to the minors. We'll have to see. May we maybe one goes into the um, goes into the into the bullpen, I should say, and one goes down to uh, Las Vegas. But uh, they have some depth there. Uh, I think you can see they have some depth at first base with Gonzalez, Dom Smith, Wilma Flores can play there as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it seems like they're pushing Peter Alonzo. They're really putting him on a fast track. So what is that all about? Could he be trade material? Could he be, uh, uh, you know, uh, just there to rattle the cage of Dom Smith? I don't know. A lot of questions to be answered yet in this spring training. Um, but, uh, you know, it's getting close. We're only... Like four weeks away um, from from uh, opening day, twenty eight days, March 29th. So, uh, be interesting to see. And Peter Alonso, uh, we mentioned, was interviewed by me in October. So you may want to go back and check that episode out of Mets Musings. Peter Alonzo, uh, the hot property, it seems. Um, we've seen most of the rotation now. They made their spring debut. Uh, Zach Wheeler was the first to show. And uh, he pitched uh, a couple of innings and then uh, has pitched in... They don't really call it relief, but the backup, he follows, and I think they're doing that to see if he can pitch in relief. So uh, he's done okay so far. Uh, Noah Syndergaard made his spring debut, and uh, he was money. I mean, uh, he he was dialed up. He had his fastball at 101 miles per hour while tossing two perfect innings against the uh, – Houston Astros during his spring training debut, and that was Monday he did that. He reached 100 miles per hour in his first four pitches of the first inning. He hit 101 twice against Jose Altuve before striking him out with a 92-mile-per-hour mile changeup. Overall, Syndergaard threw 22 pitches, 13 strikes, including 11 that reached 100 miles per hour or higher. And wow, <laughs> what can you say? Uh, he seems to be tuned in already. And uh, just don't overdo it this early in camp. And Steven Matz didn't have the same uh, kind of results as Thor did. Uh, Steven Matz, um, well, I guess it's, it's fair to say that he struggled. He allowed five runs and one plus innings of work. And that was Tuesday against the Astros in what was his first start since undergoing elbow surgery last August. He retired the side in order in the first inning with his fastball sitting around 93 miles per hour. He struggled in the second, allowing three run, one on a bases loaded walk, and two more on a blue single to right field without recording an out before being removed for right-handed pitcher Corey Taylor, who allowed both inherited runs to score. So not a good um, auspicious debut on the season for um, Mr. Matz, who has uh, got something to prove this year. 
he has got to show he can stay healthy and he can recover and come back from this elbow surgery. You know, DeGrom had the same surgery the year before, and he pitched over 200 innings. So uh, there's no reason why Matt can do it if as long as he can keep his control and uh, keep his health. He should be able to do it, and they're really counting on him big time. So we'll see uh, how that all works out. Also pitching was uh, Matt Harvey made his spring debut the other day, and his fastball reached 96 miles per hour as he allowed one man, one run, I should say, on two hits and two innings while striking out two and walking one. Um, The aforementioned Zach Wheeler, he came in, to back him up, he entered in the fourth and allowed one run while throwing 26 pitches in what was his only inning of work. Uh, Paul Seawall allowed three hits and struck out two. Remember him from last year? And allowed uh, uh, struck out two in two scoreless innings. And uh, today, Jason Vargas made his Mets debut in an afternoon loss to the Marlins. He allowed three hits in two innings while walking none and striking out one. Yoannis uh, Cespedes returned to the lineup today as the DH went over three with two strikeouts. Jay Bruce played the field for the first time this spring and went one for one with a double. Kevin Plecki went two for two with a single and a double. Seth Lugo allowed one run on two hits while walking none and striking out three in three innings. So um, we're seeing now uh, some of these guys coming in and, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a Mets Musings without a Mets injury report. And, of course, there's been some talk about some of the players uh, that have had these minor injuries so far. And, and, look, I don't think it's anything to worry about. It's early. It's a lot of stiffness and soreness. And, uh, for instance, Jacob deGrom had a lower back stiffness. Uh, Keep in mind, you know, he um, had a baby. He flew back home, flew back. You know, you're in and out of different kinds of beds and stuff. It's, It's just sometimes your back just balks a little bit. He's been pitching good, and he seems that he will be on track. He's supposed to pitch Saturday. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Dave Island said that he is on track and ready to go, so we'll see how that uh, pans out. Anthony Swarzak had a left calf issue. He says, I'm walking. I'm standing here right now, so I think we're going to be okay. Ewan Cespedes has a sore shoulder. He said he hasn't thrown all winter. So that has a partial uh, partial to do with it. Dominic Smith strained right quad. He resumed hitting on Tuesday. He feels better, but he's not putting a timetable on when he might return. Juan Lagares, he is expected to make his spring training debut on Tuesday. He was expected to make it on Tuesday. He will make it on Friday, tomorrow, and play center field. Uh, Mickey Callaway, the manager, said he's been running. I think he ran at 90% today. You're going to see him very soon. And, of course, Michael Conforto, but he's got the due date of May the 1st, but he's progressing nicely with no setbacks. So that's also a good sign. So um, I'm not, I mean, you could be concerned. If anything, I would be concerned with Ligaris because this is a history Every year it seems to happen. And maybe Swarzak when it comes to a calf. 
Um, I'm not so concerned about Dominic Smith with the quad, and I'll tell you why, because in my estimation, he's probably going to go to Vegas anyway. So it's not going to be that big of an issue with the Mets this year. They'll have Gonzalez. They'll have Flores. And uh, I, I just think he'll be in Vegas, so it's not that big a deal. I, you know, Ligaris is the one that I would really be concerned about because this seems to be a constant. But we'll see. He's going to play Friday. Um, we'll see how he reacts, how he runs how he runs in the field and you know you got to get through one game first before you can move on so we'll see what happens um from here on with Ligaris and that's a lot of stuff already all right let's take a break at this point and come back and talk a little bit more about uh Mets the Mets and uh and I have a voicemail from uh, a good friend of mine, and he's going to talk about a special outing, and then I'll talk a little bit about it. But let's check out this first. Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shoftaw, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. But it always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at BaseballPodcast.net. Did you know that Baseball PhD can be heard on BaseballTalkRadio.com? Our shows rotate with other top baseball podcasts. Now don't forget, that's BaseballTalkRadio.com. With us, we'll help you get a PhD in life through baseball. With BaseballTalkRadio.com, you'll hear the rest of the excellent universe of baseball podcasts. 516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And the Twitter handle is at metsmusings1. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. Okay, and uh, some good news here. The Mets have agreed in uh, terms with 22 pre-arbitration eligible players, including contracts with outfielder Michael Conforto, uh, Robert Gizelman, Stephen Matz, Kevin Pawecki, Brandon Nimmo, Ahmed Rosario, and first baseman Dominic Smith. Other players who signed contracts are Tyler Beshlor, uh, Gerson Bautista, Jamie Callahan, Gavin Ciccini, uh, Chris Flexen, Luis Guillorme, Seth Lugo, Kevin McGowan, Marcus Molina, Tomas Naito, uh, Corey Oswalt, Jacob Rehm, TJ Rivera, Paul Seawall, and 
Rafael Montero. Mets payroll currently stands at $152.6 million. They began last season with a payroll of $154.4 million, according to Cott's baseball contract. So um, getting those guys signed, at least uh, some of the younger guys, and keeping them in the uh, fold, that's what you want to do. And uh, and that's what they've done. And, and it's, you know, it's really a, kind of a big thing because uh, you don't have to worry about these guys. You don't have to be going after them. And, and uh, you know, now you, you can sit back and re- relax a little bit. They're signed. So uh, they'll, they'll be looking long and hard enough uh, in the future when they uh, – when they want their big uh, payday. So get them signed now. They're happy with what they're getting now and uh, let them go about their business. All right, let's play a a little voicemail from my good buddy, uh, Daniel Weiss. And everybody knows Daniel. He is the Brooklyn Cowbell guy, and he's got a little bit of an announcement for all of us. Hello, this is Daniel Weiss. And I'm here to inform everyone about our fourth annual group outing to a New York Mets game for the Boardwalk Battalion, as well as the listeners of Mets Musings with Gary Mack. On Wednesday, April 18th of this year, we will be, we will be attending a New York Mets game versus the Washington Nationals. Everyone who buys a ticket th- through me, and Gary is more than able to help out if you need to get in contact, Everyone buying a ticket will receive a replica Mike Piazza jersey, as well as an adjustable New York Mets hat. The Mike Piazza jersey this year is designed as the, in blue, like the Mets' current home alternate jerseys. The jerseys will run as big as size 2XL. To purchase tickets, go to paypal.me slash boardwalkbattalion slash 30, and, it, and each ticket is $30. And if you need any help with the link, contact Gary, because he will have a copy of it. From now until the opening day on March 29th, tickets are only $30. After opening day and until April 12th, the purchasing deadline, tickets will be $33. And after that day, the tickets will go up to $36. So get your tickets early to get a great discounted price. If you have any questions about this event, feel free to contact Gary and he will answer whatever questions he can, or he will forward them to me and then get back to you. And uh, now that I'm done, I'm sure Gary will tell you how great these events have been, because he has come He has come before. He is, I believe, a three-peat offender. And I know Gary's already paid up, so if he's paid up, you got to pay up also if you want to join us. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Twitter, at BKCowbellGuy. Same for Instagram, at BKCowboyGuy, or you go to the Mets Musings Facebook group, which I am in, and post a question, and I will make sure to answer it. And I hope to see you at the game on April 18th. And I hope to see you at the game on April 18th, because I will be there, uh, everything, uh, you know, God willing. Uh, and I have, I am a three-time repeater, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. I have been to the previous events, and we always have a lot of fun, and you meet some nice people, and now I've met some nice, I've made some nice acquaintances and friends, and unfortunately I only see them once a year. Sometimes I see them 
at a Cyclone game. Uh, but it is, it's a great evening, and you get a, really a nice package, and, and uh, we'll be rerunning this voicemail uh, probably uh, every week now for a couple of weeks until, we, uh, until it draws closer to the time. But it's a great deal. You get a really sharp-looking hat. I should have got a picture of it, and I apologize. I'll have a picture to put up next week um, if you're watching the video. And, uh, so it's really a good, uh, a good fun, fun evening. And Daniel does a great job of organizing it and everything. So, uh, if you have any questions, uh, as he said, you can ask, put it in Mets Musings on Facebook and he, he'll get back to you or I'll get back to you. And, uh, he's really the, the guy that, that runs it. He puts a lot of work into this every year, does a terrific job and, uh, kudos to him. And um, it's just a fun evening. So if you're so inclined, I hope that you will be joining us on April 18th. And then that's a great game because they're playing the Nationals. I didn't realize that it was the Nationals. And uh, coming off of, uh, you know, right out of the bat, that's a pretty cool game to, to, uh, to go to. And, and hopefully it'll be a little warmer um, <laughs> um, then it has other years. Uh, last year it was, uh, we went the second uh, game of the season, which as you recall, was a night game and, uh, it was a bit on the, uh, chilly side, but we still had a good time. And, uh, so I hope that you'll, you'll join us this year on April 18th for the Mets game and you'd be supporting the boardwalk battalion. And that's a Cyclones uh, group that was started by Daniel and Sam Williams. And I had a little bit of a hand in it. Um, and uh, it's just a great time. So, you know, any questions at all, drop me a line. You have the, uh, it's Mets musings at gmail.com. And I'll get all the information uh, lined up and by next week I'll have it on Mets Musings and, and I'll have it as well uh, on next week's show so uh, uh, but it's a fun time and I hope that you'll all join us all right and finally tonight it's a quickie but we like quickies sometimes quick shows uh, former Mets first baseman Lucas Duda has agreed to a one-year deal with the Royals worth three and a half million According to Robert Murray of FanRag, the Mets were considering a reunion with Duda in January prior to signing first baseman Adrian Gonzalez. Duda was traded by the Mets to the Rays last July 27th in exchange for right-handed reliever Drew Smith. Uh, Duda hit uh, did not have a great year batting average-wise last year. He hit 217, but he did hit. 30 homers in 126 games between the uh, the Mets and the Rays. So congratulations. I'm so glad. Uh, you know, I've always been a big Lucas Duda fan on this show, and I'm glad he found a home for this season, and uh, uh, good for him. I hope, wish him a lot of luck. I hope he has a big year. And um, especially against the Yankees, wouldn't that be nice? But uh, good on you, Lucas Duda, 
and I hope that uh, you'll have many good years or a few good years left at least. All right. That's going to wrap up the show this week. And, um, you know, we'll have more from spring training next week and maybe even a little bit of a surprise. And we're working on, as I said, we're working on some guests. So hopefully I can uh, either line uh, one particular guest up for next week. Uh, he's a, an author, and he's got a book coming out next week, so he may be busy, but I'm trying to line him up next week. If not, it will be in the uh, near future. So, uh, you know, enjoy the games on TV, the spring training games when they're on, and uh, sit back, relax, and wait 28 days. And remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. See you next time.